1: Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3. That's 800-747-3733, title sponsors from day number one, no, All right, good morning everyone, Zazlo Show here, it is a Friday morning, the fourth morning of November, good to have you aboard, as we have the first Friday edition of Zaslo Show 2.0, always presented by our friends at Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys 800 free they are the title sponsor from day one of Zaslo Show 2.0, so you know I love them. I love you guys for being with me this week. We're going to have one week complete after we do this show today, and we we got a special show today. We got, you know, like I told you, when I, I, I've been learning a lot over the past month since I left Terrestrial Radio, and I've, I, I've been researching and reading, you know, I have... I haven't read all the whole Oxford Dictionary like Kyrie. I'm I'm not that smart, all right? But I've been reading, and I've been learning, and I'm researching, because I'm doing everything on my own here, you know, producing, the editing, and all of that. So the more and more comfortable I get, the more we're going to be able to do. And we're going to do a little bit of that more today, all right? So... You know every Friday we do Big Game or Not a Big Game. I I gotta let you know if it's a big game or not a big game. You guys are out there like, yo, Zazzler, you still gonna do Big Game Not a Big Game? Of course I'm still gonna do Big Game or Not a Big Game. You know it. So we'll do Big Game or Not a Big Game today. We got a special guest. Yeah. We got a special guest who we will welcome on the show to do Big Game or Not a Big Game with us. You're gonna love it. You're not gonna want to miss it. It's gonna be great. Also... You know, we wrap up every show with Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. And today, for Big Deal, Not a Big Deal, we will preview the debut episode tomorrow, It's Still Real to Me. That's our wrestling podcast. It's under the Zaslow Show 2.0 umbrella. So if you're already a subscriber, you don't have to do anything, all right? It's, it's going to pop up on your feed tomorrow. So it's still real to me debuts tomorrow right after WWE Crown Jewel. It'll be a full recap of WWE Crown Jewel and we will have a uh, we we'll, we'll, we'll do a little preview of It's Still Real to Me for big deal or not a big deal. My co-host Joey Levin, he will join us coming up at the end of the show today for that. All right. This is this is a big this is a big day. This is a big show today. All right. First of all, Panthers last night. Panthers win 4-3 over San Jose and I so I said yesterday, I got home my son at soccer training yesterday, all right? Wesson Select, you 14 boys, love them. What, oh, man, tomorrow. Tomorrow's a haul. And it's not even for a tournament. Tomorrow, we got a regular season game in Naples. So we got to drive to Naples tomorrow morning and, and get that dub. That's what it's about. Got to drive to Naples tomorrow morning, get that dub. Weston Select, U 14 boys. My son's the goalkeeper. So we got a, we got a big game. That, that's a big game. I'll spoil that for you. All right. I won't even save that for a big game, not a big game. Tomorrow, Weston Select, U 14 boys against Lee County Strikers. Tomorrow, 11 a.m. Naples, that's a big game. All right. So we got that tomorrow. But I get back from soccer training last night with my son, and I was already tired, you know? Like, my schedule's a little bit different now because we're doing Zaslow Show 2.0. No, I'm not complaining. I love it. I'm having a great time. And I love you guys a long time for hanging with me, for sticking with me. You guys are really great. People have been saying such nice things. Can I also give a quick Quick shout-out to a couple of people who have uh, my man Elliot, my man James, and, and there are others as well. But those two guys in particular recently, they've been helping me out with, with uh, graphics, that kind of deal, sending me some stuff. And it's like, why? You know, because, I, I mean, I, I guess the why is because they like the show and they're, and they're nice and they're nice guys. and They want to help me out. They know that I'm learning a lot when it comes to the technology, but I'm technologically, uh, you know, I'm at a disadvantage because I'm trying to learn things now, you know. So I can't do everything right now. But more and more comfortable, I get the more and more we're going to do here on Zaslow Show 2.0. And my man James and my man Elliot, they just reached out over the last few days. And they've been sending me some stuff and some graphics and uh, just so nice. You know, like like why? Why do it? And and I guess the answer is, yeah, because like they're nice. And and they they like the show and they enjoy the show and they want to help out. And they don't see it as a chore. And I'm super, super appreciative. You know, so uh, and a lot of people have reached out and are helping me out with stuff. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to those two guys. So just just really, really cool. Anyway, where was where was I? So I get back last night from from my son's soccer training and the whole objective, you know, we're watching the World Series. We're watching Thursday Night Football. Not a bad game. All right, the Eagles, they end up, you know, kicking their ass in the second half. They win 29-17, but not a bad game. Boy, you go back to the game a couple weeks ago. What was it, Broncos and whoever? Uh, Oh, brutal. 9-6 or 12, whatever the final score was. Terrible. Al Michaels almost quit. So anyway, I get back from training last night. I'm watching the World Series. I'm watching Thursday Night Football. You got the fantasy football going. Nobody cares about your fantasy football team. And the whole objective is uh, I'm planning on watching the Panthers, a 10.30 game, 10.30 at San Jose. I'm planning on watching the whole game. But as we're approaching closer and closer, I'm like, I am not going to make this. I'm tired. I'm not going to make this whole game. Game's not going to end until at least one, uh, one o'clock, maybe one ten. you know? And, and so we got the first period going on, middle of the first period. Panthers draw a five-minute major. Okay, good. You better get you better score here. Uh, ideally, you'd like to score a couple goals on a five-minute major. You better at least get one. The Panthers, Barkov, Sasha Barkov. They, thank you, Hashem. Thank you. Don't let Kyrie hear me say that. But thank you, Hashem. All right. Sasha Barkov scores with like 30 seconds left on the power play. If they didn't score, their power play sucks. If the Panthers didn't score on the five-minute major, I was shutting it off right there. There's no way I was watching him. I was done with it. They score there, they make it 1-0. All right, I'm sticking with it. I'm staying with the game, even though I'm tired. They go up 2-0 The Butcher. That's my dog, Radko Gudis. 2-0 there, second period. There was no way I was making it through intermission. No way. Because it was already 12 o'clock at that point. And I, just, I, I couldn't make it through intermission. So it's one of those deals where I wake up this morning. First thing I do, grab the phone please don't start my day where I check my phone and I see that the Panthers lost. You think I need that in my life? 0-2 to start this road trip against four shit teams? No, I don't need that in my life. So I, I open up, 4-3, Panthers win in an overtime shootout. I'm, I'm glad I didn't watch that third period. They were out, they, they gave up three straight goals in the third period. They tie it, I presume, with the empties, with the extra skater. Verhage ties it with like a minute plus left. They go to the shootout. Sam Reinhardt, who has not scored yet this year, Sam Reinhardt, he wins it in the shootout, the only goal. So good job. Bad job by Bobrovsky, clearly, in the third period. Good job in overtime and the shootouts. And the Panthers, they get two points. so They improve to 6-4-1. Thank you. So the Panthers get a win last night. Thursday night football last night, you had the Eagles. They are now 8-0. I know a lot of people want to be like, oh, the Eagles 8-0, they haven't played anyone. My son was trying to make that case. Listen, your play was on your schedule. You know, they got a couple of good wins. They beat the Cowboys. I know it was Cooper Rush. It's a divisional game. Cowboys are 6 and 2, and they they, they kicked the crap out of Minnesota. It's Minnesota's only loss. That's a really good win, too. But otherwise, they, you know, they haven't really beaten anyone. They're beating teams like Houston and Pittsburgh and Jacksonville and Detroit. Could only be who's in front of you. And Jalen Hurts is looking like an MVP candidate. You know, so how about that, though? Between Jalen Hurts and Tua Bailoa, you know, going into this year. You're not quite sure if the Dolphins aren't in on Tua. And going into this year, you're not quite sure if the Eagles are in on Jalen Hurts. And now at this point of the season, you, you really have... You, honestly, you would have two MVP candidates if 2 did wouldn't miss those games. Can't miss those games and be the MVP. But all things being equal, you would essentially have two MVP candidates out of two quarterbacks going into this year whose teams maybe weren't sure about them. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Big news of the day yesterday was the Kyrie Irving situation. He's been suspended. Kick him out of the effing league. Kick him out of the league already. We'll get to that coming up. All right. I want to start here, though, with some Canes FSU tomorrow. Now, my guy Tony, I got to give him a shout-out, too. You know, he made a good point. He's like, Zaslam, well, it's a point, man. You haven't... You haven't talked very much about the Kane. So it hurt, it hurt my heart. So I'm low key disappointed. You haven't talked much about Kane's FSU. It hurt my heart. And, and he's right. But it's, so, so here's the thing. Like, and, and I'm thinking yesterday, and I even put a tweet there last night. Is this game, does it got the juice? I, I don't know that Kane's FSUs. Now, it's, it's the night game on ABC, 730, you know, major time slot. Does the game have the juice? And I'm just not feeling it. You know, it can't just be ah oh, Canes FSU. You know, uh, obviously it's it's going to be super exciting. I, I don't know. I, I'm you know the Canes you lose to Middle Tennessee State. The Canes get you get get your ass kicked by Duke. I don't know, man. I, I'm not feeling it now. Is it because you know I'm I'm sitting in my house doing Zazzle Show 2.0 in the Zazzle Mansion uh, master bedroom? Is is that why I'm not feeling the juice? Maybe maybe but like I asked last night on Twitter does Kane's FSU have juice I got a pretty mixed response man I got a bunch of people like yes Kane's FSU always has juice it's the only thing to look forward to now this season because the season's totally in the tank it's the only thing we're gonna have to, uh, to hang our hat on bragging rights UMFSU FSU recruits in the house that kind of deal and then I also got the other side though I got I got other you know and I said I just, just want to hear from Ca's fans I don't care about FSU fans and so I said, hey, you know, is do we have juice? Is there juice this game? I want to hear from the Canes fan. And I, I got a mixed response. I got a mixed response. You know, was, nah? you can't lose the games the Canes did. They've lost all momentum. Very down on, on this new Cristobal era. Uh, it just, it, Canes are a total bore right now. They're going to lose. Not into it. Game doesn't have the juice. So, look. It's Kane's FSU. The way that I'm seeing it is it's the like the only thing that makes this season even worse, because it, it's been a horrid experience for the Kane's fan this year. The only thing that makes the season worse is losing FSU. Does beating FSU make the season? No, of course not. But at least you got something. At least the Kane's fan has a night that he could feel good. He's got something to throw in the FSU fans' face. At least you got something if the Canes win tomorrow night. If you lose the season, I mean, look, the season's already an abject failure, but now you you, you have to hear it from the FSU fan. So I don't think Canes FSU's got a ton of juice this year. I don't, I'm, I'm not super excited for it tomorrow night. That's why I haven't gotten into it a whole lot over this week. But, Canes fans at least got something that they could feel good about if the Canes win tomorrow night. Are the Canes going to win tomorrow? I, I don't know. That's not my thing. I don't know. I got no idea. But at least the Canes fan has something to feel good about. I know there's some. I, I know there's some hardcore Canes fans I've talked to. You know, like they're gonna they're gonna get their ass kicked tomorrow, and I could totally see that. But I just I, I'm it's lacking the juice to me. It's lacking the juice, man. Let's get into some Dolphins here. All right. So, Dolphins and Bears this weekend. Here's my general thought on the Dolphins this weekend. It's been a lot of talk over the last few days. You've, you've had play like Tua Tonga getting up there saying how, hey, you know, we're not afraid to talk about the Super Bowl. All right. I like hearing that. But I don't want to hear it again. I like that you said it the one time. I like that you got a confident group out there. I don't want to hear it again. I've been sitting here this week. This Dolphin team, they're contenders now. Bradley Chubb is a major addition. You got a big-time pass-rushing linebacker. Eventually, you're going to get healthy on the defensive end. The offense has been really good. I've been, you know, I'm sticking my chest out this week. I've been peacocking around. I'm excited about the Dolphins. But now it's time to go out there and do something about it. A lot of talking this week, myself included. A lot of talking this week when this team hasn't done anything. I know they're 5-3. and 5-3 is a good record. Wish they were 6-2. and two. That Jets game is going to stick with me. 5-3, and three, it's a nice record. But now it's time to go out there and do something. Go to Chicago this weekend. Kick their ass. Talk about the Super Bowl. We're not afraid of the Super Bowl. We're not afraid to talk about it. We're not afraid to be confident. Good. I don't want to hear about the Super Bowl again. I don't want to hear it. You haven't done anything. Haven't won squat. And it's not like we're sitting here like the Eagles at 8-0. We're 5-3. It's not that big a deal. I don't want to hear Super Bowl again. I liked it one time. Don't want to hear it again. Go out there this weekend. Kick their ass. Because since Tua's returned, slip past Pittsburgh. And I get it. Look. Tua's first game back. Maybe there's some trepidation. Although he'll put his head down and run a linebacker over. He didn't care. But maybe there's some trepidation. First game back. Concussion. All right. They slip past Pittsburgh. Detroit, they're getting their ass kicked at the start of the game. And then they dominated the second half. Okay, so they put together a real good 30 minutes against a really bad Lions team. All right. Now go play a complete game in Chicago. All right? You slip past Pittsburgh. You played 30 minutes against Detroit. Go play a complete game in Chicago this weekend against a Bears team that is trading their best players. I know they. I know they just added Chase Claypool. Uh, listen, they they didn't just trade for Jerry Rice. All right, Chase Claypool. It's not that big a deal. It's a team that's trading their best players. Robert Smith, uh, uh, Roquan Davis, Roquan Smith. May got those names mixed up. Go there to Chicago this weekend. Kick this team's ass. They just gave up forty nine points last week against Dallas. Okay. And Justin Fields is playing pretty decent. But I'm not worried about Justin Fields. Go there this weekend. Kick this team's ass. Been doing... Dolphins are a five-point favorite. Been doing a lot of talking this week. I'll be the first one to put my hands up. All right? I've been talking, too. Enough talk. Go out there and be about that action. And I'll tell you what else. I was watching on ESPN yesterday. I was watching, well, it was at first take. I saw this clip. Yeah, the guys going back and... Back and forth. Bart Scott, he's a hater. You got Bart Scott going back and forth. Dominic Foxworth, he's sticking up for the Dolphins. Uh, Bart Scott, now nah, making a whole lot of sense to me, by the way. Bart Scott there yesterday, they are talking about the Dolphins being contenders. You know, the Dolphins on the same playing field. And Bart Scott with the whole, they're never going to be favored against, uh, you know, Bills or Chiefs. They got better quarterbacks. They're never going to be favored against them. Well, okay, hold on a second. The only team, the only teams that could talk about being a Super Bowl contender is the best team then. That's what we're talking about. Because only one team's going to be favored, right? It, only one team's going to be favored in every game they play in. So we're talking about the best team. Let's say the best team's the Chiefs or the Bills, whichever one. So we can only talk about the team that's the best in the league as a Super Bowl contender. I mean, you can't talk about Dolphins. According to Bart Scott, you can't, be a, you can't talk about the Dolphins as a Super Bowl contender if they wouldn't be favored against the Chiefs or the Bills. So only one team can ever be talked about as a Super Bowl contender. And that would be the best team, because they won't be a dog to anyone. Only a team that's favored against everyone. That's the only team we can talk about, apparently, as Super Bowl contender. Even though, Dolphins beat the Bills. They already showed you. Dolphins beat the Bills. And I don't want to hear about that being a weird, fluky game. What what was it weird and fluky about it? Because the Dolphins were in better physical shape than the Bills? The Bills kept cramping up? That makes it a fluky game? Bills came down here, Dolphins kicked their ass. One by two. Bills came down here, Dolphins beat them. You know, we go up there and play the the finale in December and it's a blizzard and Buffalo kicks the Dolphins ass. That fluky game is what it is. It's what it is. I, I do this a lot with the Heat where I like when people are doubting them. I like when the Heat don't get any of the awards. They don't get any recognition. Let everyone keep down the Dolphins. Let everyone keep talking bad about them. I love it. I love it. It's like my drugs. I love when the guys on television talk bad about my teams. I love the disrespect. I want all the players to hear it. I want them to win no awards. I want everyone to think they suck. Keep doubting them. I love it. Go into Chicago this weekend. Kick their ass. Dolphins are five-point favorite. Go there. Win by two touchdowns. Here we go. Ready? This weekend. Dolphins. Dolphins. 31. Chicago. 16. There it is. Dolphins 31. Chicago 16. Go there this weekend. Kick their ass. That's what I'm talking about. So so here are the big games, though, for this weekend. Now, we're not doing big game, not a big game. That's... that's we're saying big game, not a big game. I already told you. You know, we got a special guest, uh, you know... We're gonna do big game, not a big game. With uh, we're gonna have someone on the show and do that with us. I'm like, I'm doing that just yet. But as far as the NFL slate this weekend, you got Bills at Jets. I can't, I can't believe Bills at Jets is interesting. You got now it's interesting to us because Dolphins AFC East, but six and one Bills, five and three Jets. Jets lost last weekend to New England. Jets are super fugazy, so the Dolphins will jump ahead of the Jets. Into second place this weekend. All right, Seahawks Cardinals. I'm interested in Seahawks Cardinals. Seahawks are five and three. Cardinals three and five. I'm interested in that because man, can the Seahawks actually improve to six and three? I love what Geno Smith is doing. I'm happy for him. He's a local guy. I'm I'm really into it. Okay, so I like seeing the Seahawks doing well with Geno Smith. The Cardinals three and five. They're kind of like uh, they're, they're they're kind of a mess. Cardinals are a mess. They're probably going to drop to three and six. Kingsbury. Can he be fired mid-season? Probably. See, feels like we're heading in that direction. So I'm keeping an eye on that game. Rams, Bucks, two teams major underachieving. I'm more surprised that the Rams are struggling than the Bucks. Rams are world champions. We know that. The Bucks, though. Hey, listen, a wise man once said you can't fix old. A wise man once said that. Bucks three and five. Rams three and four. One of those teams. I mean. Both of them are gonna have a very difficult time making the postseason at this point, but one of those teams is in serious trouble after they lose this weekend. And finally, there's one other game that's got my attention. It's a Sunday night game, Sunday night football, Titans, Chiefs. I already said it earlier this week, raise your hand if you knew the Titans were five and two. Uh, nobody raised their hand. Not not a single person did. Titans five and two, Chiefs five and two. We're talking about second best record, right? In the AFC, so that's obviously one that you're you're keeping an eye on. So that, that's that's what's going on as far as the NFL slate is concerned. You know, the Heat tonight. And by the way, I I'm not going to be watching the Heat game live tonight. The Heat the Heat tonight are playing at the Pacers. Uh, I'm pretty sure. And, and shout out to my guy Marcos and uh, uh, Dana Improv. I'm pretty sure I'm going to see Brad Williams tonight at the Dana Improv. Brad Williams, funny man. I'm looking forward to that. So. We will be recording. We will be recording the Heat tonight. I'll be watching the late night with the Heat when I get home, even though it's actually an early game, 7 p.m. But the Heat tonight, they traveled without Jimmy Butler. I got to be honest. I'm concerned with Jimmy Butler's absence. Now, maybe, maybe I'm being a little overdramatic, but we are we are, like, Jimmy's not young. Jimmy's not young, and he's also a guy who always misses games. And we're early in the season. He's missing his second consecutive game. And it's in a place where he didn't even travel. Like it's that bad right now that he didn't even travel. Maybe I'm being a little overdramatic, but I think also being four and five, and we were two and five, has a little bit to do with it. Where I'm gonna dig ourselves a hole and Jimmy's hurt. Win tonight five and five. Fresh start. Boom. There you go. How about yesterday though? The, league, the league's two-minute last two-minute report. You know, the league releases their last two-minute report the day after uh, every game. So you can go over the uh, controversial calls. It's for transparency. So they don't cover up any mistakes that the officials are making. And the last two-minute report comes out. We talked about it yesterday. Mike Brown, wham, big baby, Sacramento Kings, complaining about Tyler Hill. He thinks he traveled to the end of the game. We all know he traveled. We all know that. Took a, took a jump stop, gathered the ball, took a jump stop, moved his right foot, moved his left foot, three-pointer, boom, get out of town, Heat win. Last two-minute report comes out. It confirms it was a travel. Last two-minute report's so stupid. It is so counterproductive. And the Heat have been in this spot before, too. Like, does the Kings fan, is the Kings fan, that, like, like, happy now? Oh, yeah, yeah, we were right. Now we're we playing the game. You're not, you're not getting the win. All it does is tell you very publicly, yeah, we screwed you. Hang with them, Sorry. I, I think the last two-minute report is completely counterproductive. It doesn't do anything. All it does is make you feel worse. If, I, when, if I'm a Heat fan, I'm a Heat fan. I don't know if you know that. Two-time champion broadcaster, by the way. If I'm a Heat fan, and this has happened to us before, last two-minute report comes out, confirms we got screwed. You feel better? No, nah, I feel, it makes me angrier. I'd rather not know. I think going into the game tonight, you know, obviously you're looking for a big performance from Hero, from Bam. There's no other way that you wind up. I don't, I don't care what crap team you're playing on the road. You're not winning on the road if you're not getting big performances from Hero and Bam minus Jimmy Butler. Can Kyle Lowry put together two games in a row where he's good? I mean, look, they pay him $30 million a year. Can, can he play two games in a row where he's good? Is that possible? Is it too much to ask for? NBA last night, you only had two games. You had, the, you had the magic with a shocker against the Warriors. Here's, they won by a point. Jalen Suggs, a prayer three-pointer, then a big steal on the other end, and they wind up winning by one. I I, I think there's a little reason to be concerned with the Warriors, and here's why. I'm not good cons- Look, Curry's having an incredible season. Clay's struggling a little bit, although he had a great game last night. And Draymond Green is not even close to the guy that he used to be. All right, Draymond. I've never I've never heard of a player asking for a max contract after getting benched in the finals. That's Draymond Green. And you know Jordan Poole is Jordan Poole. But the reason I would be concerned, the reason I am concerned with the Lakers. Not the Lakers, excuse me, the Warriors, stupid. The reason I am concerned with the Warriors. A big thing with them this year, you know, they had to let Otto Porter walk. They had to let Gary Payton Jr. walk. A big thing with the Warriors was they got the current core of Curry and Thompson and Draymond and even Jordan Poole and they're going to be adding in a new young core. Wiseman, Kaminga, Moses Moody. Those guys don't do anything. Those guys were supposed to like take that next step this year. It's, whoa, the Warriors, they're champions and they're going to reload at the same time. Last night in the loss to Orlando, Wiseman and Moody combined for three points off the bench. I mean, Wiseman's this is his third year, third or fourth year. He's done nothing. He was number two overall pick. He's done nothing. Wiseman and Moody combined for three points off the bench last night. Kaminga, DNP, coach's decision. That's the part that's concerning. I'm not concerned about Curry. I'm not concerned about Thompson. Draymond's Draymond, Jordan Poole. Like, I'm not concerned about those guys. They were supposed to get like that, that uh, 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 insurgence of, of, is that even a word? Of youth, of that, that young energy, and they're not getting it. That part's concerning to me if I'm a Warriors fan. I'm not a Warriors fan, though. All right, I'm ready. I told you guys, we, all right, we got something special today. All right, so you know how we do it on Fridays, all right? If you're a longtime listener, Zaslow Show, you know, every Friday, I got to tell you, there's a lot going on. Is it a big game or is it not a big game? So big game or not a big game, the inaugural edition, Zaslow Show 2.0, big game or not a big game. And I figured, listen, for the first edition of Big Game, not a big game, should we have someone doing it with us? And I figured, yes, the answer is yes. So who better than to bring on fake Zazlo? Fake Zazlo, hello. How you doing? Welcome to the show.
2: Yeah! Hey, let me tell you. Hey, Jonathan Zazlo, he's your boy. Yeah, you know, doing, doing big things out here. Yeah, you, know, you know, got a little podcast, you know, a couple rings. Couple Is podcasts. Fake
1: yeah. Zazlo? Have you been a subscriber so far to Zazlo Show 2.0? Are you supporting
2: the venture? Oh, am I supporting the venture? Uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Me? Supporting your venture? I'm your boy. Uh, I've, I've subscribed on uh, you know about. multiple devices. That's what know, I'm talking you know. about. I've got a iPhone, a iPod Touch, yes. a, I a first generation iPad. Uh, you know, a little, little little Blackberry, a little BBM to all my
1: friends. Let me tell you, you're a big subscriber. I like it. You are way into the program. I appreciate
2: that. Google Play, Google Play, yes. I'm your boy. Yes. Google Play is your boy.
1: Yes. So fake Zaslo joining us here for big game, not a big. I got her
2: on the Zoom. I got her on the Zoom. I subscribed on the Zoom.
1: All right, I'm still learning at yeah. it. Let,
2: let me tell you, the Zoom is awesome. Uh, it is awesome. You know what? I'm learning, man. It is awesome. I'm
1: I'm learning all the technology. I'm getting used to everything. It yeah, sounds like you got it like on the Palm little... Pilot. I got it on the Palm Pilot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It sounds like yeah. you're. It sounds like you're a little bit ahead of the curve than me when it comes to technology. I can maybe oh, I can yeah. learn a thing or two from you.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I'll teach you. I got the RSS feed. I got the uh, the uh, the RSS TUV uh feed I-, I got all the feeds. you have a myspace account do i have a myspace account is a boy look Fake aslo also found himself you know in a bit of a transitional period yeah so yeah i, I realized i had to turn to uh new technology this is hard for you boy you know uh, i've been no, i've man. been doing am radio for like i know. You know i've been doing fake am radio for 20 years you know yeah, it's a it's old habits die hard. All right, well, I'm but, sorry no, 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 you had to
1: go through a transition period. I did too. So I very know difficult.
2: like. Oh, fake Zasla was, you know, it was a very difficult fake transition for me and my fake family. Let me tell you, I had to uh, you know, learn all this technology. All the, I got a, a t- t- Twitter and the Instagram and the, the Bookface and the, 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 the MySpace and the AOL chat rooms. I, I don't even know what ASL means, Zazlo, but I, I'm just typing it away. Are you ready? For big game or not. Do you know how this
1: works? So I need to explain it to you or are you good? Please. I No. I don't know. <laughs> this, this, the rules are too difficult. gonna like- Look, a lot of people go into the weekend and there's so many games. And they don't oh, know man. if it's a big game or not a big game. You don't know how to spend all your time. I'll let you know.
2: Oh. All I, right. I, I mean, that sounds awesome. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All
1: right. First game. Big game or not a big game. Tonight... 7 p.m., Valley Sports, your Miami Heat at the Indiana Pacers. Big game and not a big game?
2: Oh, you know, this one's, this one's tough. As you know, your boy is, uh two fake rings. Uh, for my favorite team, your Miami Heat, you know, my favorite player growing up was Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice, awesome, awesome player. Hey, you know, the stinky Pacers, I hate them. I hate them. They're terrible. Frank Vogel no
1: longer the coach though.
2: No? no. What about McMillan? No longer the coach. No. No, for real. Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle. Oh, we hate Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle. I remember one time I was watching the NBA Finals. I broke my tooth on a on a piece of bread. I I hate that sticky. I stinky. broke my tooth and it was on it was on a pita chip. It wasn't a piece yeah. of bread! It was a pita chip. I, well, I'm sorry the details here, but you know, a, a, a tooth, a piece of bread. I the whole pe-
1: week in Texas without a front tooth, looking like a hillbilly. I fit right in.
2: Yeah, you fit right in. Uh, we Dallas Mavericks. Stinky. Hate them. Hate heat him. Pacers. Big game. Heat, heat Pacers. I'm sorry. I went off script. Let me tell you. Uh, Miami Heat. Not so good. Uh, not so good. Uh, not a big game. Wow. Not a big wow. game. Wow. All right.
1: Saturday. Let's move on to Saturday. It's the only big game tonight. Big game or not a big game. Saturday, okay. 12 yeah. p.m. Oh, ESPN. Oh, that's big. Florida Gators. At.
2: Oh. Oh yeah,
1: Texas A&M. Big
2: game or not? Nope. Not a big game. Not a big game at all. No, no, no. these two sing. Uh, these two teams stink. Uh, terrible, terrible. You, you have Texas A&M spending billions of dollars. They haven't won a championship in thirty years. You got Florida talking all sorts of smack, uh, even though they're four and four. They've been four and four for the last four years. A terrible team. Uh, stink. Uh, these coaches. I. I mean, what is some Billy doing? Huh? They're losing recruits <laughs> left and right. Sunbelt Billy, go back to the Sunbelt. You Cajun, uh, uh you Cajun Wolf must champ over there. I hate that guy. Uh, this game, not a little big game. That's why it's wow. got a noon start. If you got a noon start, that, you're that's not a, a big good team. point. That's a good point. Not, not a big team.
1: Never. Noon start, noon starts be big game. That, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right, so we zero for two now so far. All right, I gotta ramp things up here. All right, let's stay in order here. I don't like confusing people. Saturday, twelve p.m. Peacock. WWE Crown Jewel, Roman Reigns, your tribal chief, versus Jake Paul. Big uh, game or Logan not a big Paul. game?
2: It's Logan Paul. It's like it's Logan I Paul. said,
1: Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul. Big uh, game or not a big
2: game? So, uh, see, if it was Roman Reigns versus Jake Paul, I said big game. Uh, that's a big game. You know, you got Jake Paul, you know, undefeated. Yeah, you got Roman Reigns. Guy hasn't lost since uh, the Clinton administration. You know, so but, uh, I you said it's on Peacock. I have no idea what that is. None, none whatsoever. Now, what is what is Peacock? I'll send you an illegal feed. You don't even have to worry about paying. Oh yeah. I'll All right. We're, s- we're, I'll send
1: my boy Fake Zazlow an illegal right. feed.
2: Where where where's the where's the Paul versus Roman Reigns fight being held? Oh, Saudi Arabia. No, not a big game. Not a big game. Oh, not they, a big game. They got not that Saudi
1: Prince money. Got
2: that. No, blow no, not, money. A not a big game. Not a, not a big game. Not a big game.
1: money. Wow. Not a big game. All right, not a big game. All right, stand to your morals and principles. Saturday night, seven thirty, ABC. Oh, Oh, that sounds big. Florida State
2: Seminoles versus. Oh, don't like them. Don't like them. Uh huh.
1: Miami Hurricanes.
2: Oh, that's a big game. That's a big game. That's that game. That game. You know, going to tell you. When these two teams meet, says, you know what you do. You know what you do when these hmm. two teams meet. You want to take a guess?
1: Uh, you, you throw the records out the window?
2: You throw the records out the window. That's what you do. Uh, You're
1: on, on the same page.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you crumple that paper up, turn it. that bitch sideways, and sh- stick it straight over your candy ass. I That's it. what you do with this. That's what you do with this. That's a rock, by the way, for you kids out there listening. All right. The rock went to the University of Miami. It's always a big game when these two teams play. Okay. Um, if I were a Canes fan, I'd be uh, deeply concerned.
1: The recruits, though? The rec- if, if you were a Canes fan. You're not necessarily uh, if a Canes I was. fan. If no, you were you a Canes know, fan. Did Big also go to UF?
2: Fake Sazlow went to a community college around Gainesville, claimed to UF. Oh, uh, that, that rep, that's definitely not Fake Sazlow. Fake Saslow reps uh, UF basketball, but when the Canes are good at football, he reps the uh, Canes. Right now, that's right. Canes not good. Okay,
1: Back to All right. Back to how Stinky. about how about I got I got another one here. Also tomorrow night.
2: Tomorrow is a big sports night. Saturday. Uh, it's uh, sports Equinox says
1: 8:03 p.m. So that means if you put the game on at 8:02, it hasn't started. Uh, no, it doesn't start yet. If you put it on at 804, the game's a minute old. You're a minute late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're late. 8.03 p.m. Fox. Phillies uh-huh. at Astros Game 6 World Series. Big Game or I Big Game.
2: You said the World Series? Yes. yes. The World Series? Astros. Yes. Astros Phillies. That's NLCS, but uh, I'm a sports expert.
1: The I Astros are no longer in the National League.
2: What? Do they still have Brad Lynch?
1: They are American. They got Bagwell, Biggio, but they're American. Oh, the
2: Killer Bees. Oh, they got Bell. Berkman. Uh, Berkman. Oh, that, that was a young one. A young buck. Remember when Beltron got traded over there? Yep. Oh, boy. Greatest postseason player the,
1: ever that season.
2: They, they got Brad Osmus, right? Did they? yeah. Is a, yeah the, oh, my gosh. Roy Oswalt.
1: People told me oh, yeah. I was a little bit younger than I look a little bit like Roy Oswalt.
2: You do we I I I also was told that. We look a up. little
1: bit like Royals. We look
2: a lot like old well. So you know what? Let's go Stros That's a big game right there. Okay. NLCS, All right. All right. NLCS from the Astrodome. Alright. Incredible. Sunday
1: one PM CBS Miami
2: Dolphins at yeah. uh-huh.
1: Chicago Bears. Big game or not a big game?
2: Oh that is it let me tell you, that is a big game. I'm very high on the Miami Dolphins are awesome this year. Bradley Chubb, you uh, got Chubby, you got Chubby. Oh, you got. The, ch- I saw that Chubb was extended too. That's it right.
1: Big, the Chubb is extended.
2: Yeah. Uh. You know. Yeah. You. Jonathan Fake Jonathan Zassel Told you so. When he came to this Miami Dolphin team, he was on uh, the Mike McDaniel bandwagon. Yep. Way, way back to a bandwagon too. Dude, I love him like a son. Yep. Are you that's, kidding that's, me. That's the same thing I say. That's true. I've never have ever been confused by this player. They've uh, always embraced his fan base, yep. who I think is level-headed and rational <laughs> and, and and deeply knows their football, <laughs> and uh, they don't turn to false idols like Emmanuel Acho. They, uh, they, they are smart. They are with it. <laughs> uh, you know. Big game? Quick as a, uh, this game. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I go on these dives. I know. I, I, I'm i talking it way. out with you. I'm the same you way. You know, it's hard. Yeah, you know, people, people don't realize how hard this content game is. We got when, a lot on when our, our minds. By yourself. Got a lot. You know, so I'm painting a picture. You know, I told you the McDaniel stuff. I told you the two and on. Uh, big game, not a big game? You're holding me to it. I'm going to say, you know, Justin Fields is running the ball a little bit more. They got Chase Claypool. Big game. Big game. Yes. Big game. Big game. Yes. Well, I got one
1: more game for you, Fake Zaslow. Okay?
2: Okay. Sunday are we night. on a clock? Do we Are we on a clock? You have your no. nature-be script.
1: I mean, I, 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 you know, I, I got to live my life. I just life. feel
2: tight, dude. I mean, we're doing this podcast thing now. I feel like we can, we don't have I to worry just, about doing do this throwing the I, traffic I, I, I got to live
1: my life, all right? I can't sit here forever. Sunday <laughs> night, 9 p.m. We're with the sports flash. NHL Network. little national exposure. Oh. Florida oh. Panthers at oh boy. Uh-huh. Anaheim
2: Mighty Ducks. i
1: yeah, they're Ireland. not the
2: my, so, so, I was surprised to learn this. They're no longer mighty. Yep. They're just ducks. They got rid of And that. See, uh, uh, I don't like that. See, if they were mighty, then I'd be all about it. They, I, I believe two expansion teams that came in in the same year. That's true. Yeah. You know? But it's a different different team. So, it, because the ducks are not mighty. No more Team Usulani. No, no, no more Paul Correa. No more Paul Correa. No more G.A. Bear. No. No more. How about G.A. Bear? Nope. No more. No? Which team is St. DeSozelinch playing for? Mm, I don't think he's around anymore, face out. Well. No. What?
1: No. no. What? But the Panthers oh. did come off of, uh, thank God, because you think I need them losing, going 0 2 on this road trip? You think I need them losing to San Jose Sharks last night? No. Yeah. They 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 got two Good. points last night, thank God.
2: Good. Okay, uh, yo yo, Patrick Marlowe. <laughs> You're in big trouble, mister. Uh, I'm going to say not Jonathan Chichu? Jonathan Chichu. I love Jonathan Chichu. Oh, my gosh. We're going to do a podcast about Jonathan Chichu. I love Jonathan Chichu. It's a great name. Wow. Big game
1: or not a big game? Panthers, at... Brown. Let, let me
2: tell you. Wait, first. Oh, you got Jonathan something Chichu? on Chichu for me. All right. Yeah, Jonathan Chichu It's your boy. It's I, boy, I that's why Chichu. I brought him up. Awesome. I said it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, uh, not a big game. If the Ducks were mighty, okay. it would be a big okay. game. All right.
1: And that right there is another addition. A big game or not a big game? Fake Zaslow. You were excellent. Do you have any closing remarks? Anything you need to say before you skedaddle on out of here?
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, follow me on MySpace. Uh, I've got, uh, as you know, you got your boy's got Pearl Jam as his top track. Oh, you okay. can watch a video for Jeremy up there. Okay. You can. Uh, we'll be running a contest to see who makes my top eight friends. You know, uh, ping me on the PPM. Uh, hit me, uh, connect to me on the Pump Pilot. You know. Also uh don't be afraid to uh, to call the beeper line over here and we will be taking your faxes. Hello 143? On yeah, it's yo, know, it's a Zezlo show 2.0. So that means I'm hip with all the, this technology when you put a .0 after it, you know? <laughs> so so please subscribe. RSS feed, RSS TUV feed, whatever you need.
1: What a debut on the show. Great job, fake Azlo.
2: Thank you for having me on the show.
1: So you got the whole Kyrie Irving thing going on. Kyrie Irving yesterday was suspended five games, at least. Like, like I got a message yesterday online. Oh, five games. That's a joke slap on the wrist. He's suspended at minimum five games. He may be suspended forever. He's got to apparently, uh, he's got to go through a bunch of stuff. He's got to go through, uh, all, I, don't, I don't know what the, what, what, what the Nets are putting him through, but he's got to, he's got to do a bunch of stuff. All right, in order to earn his way back with the team. The Nets yesterday suspended him early evening and put out an incredibly strong statement. I'm just I'm gonna read you the last paragraph of the statement the Nets put out yesterday. And I'll tell like the Nets have looked weak, weak. They've looked like cowards. They finally got around to suspending him. Adam Silver looks weak. Adam Silver looks like a coward. LeBron James you going to say anything? Robert Sarver with his nonsense. LeBron James comes out, tells you zero tolerance for this kind of behavior, for any kind of racism, sexism, misogyny, all that zero tolerance, no place in our league for it. Owner or player. LeBron's words. Can you say something about Kyrie Irving being anti-Semitic? Can you say anything? So here is the Nets releasing the statement yesterday upon suspending Kyrie Irving. Such fa- I'm just reading the last paragraph, and it's a strong one. Such failure to disavow anti-Semitism when given it, a- And I should also mention, yesterday afternoon, he met with the media and made things, continues to make things worse. It was a disaster. Was asked if he would denounce anti-Semitism, refused to do so, would not apologize. Instead, he says, I can't be anti-Semitic when I know where I come from, which apparently... It's that right there, like that attitude, that statement right there, that saying is like exactly the kind of stuff that you're getting from that movie that he put out. And if you haven't seen the movie, I would say I would never see it. But it's it's anti-Semitic tropes, it's typical Holocaust denial bullshit. All right, I would never watch that movie. But I've read enough over the last few days to know what I know. He and him saying something like that, I can't be anti-Semitic where I know where I come from, is exactly. The Type of propaganda that's in that movie, apparently. So, anyway, he made it a hundred times worse yesterday. But hey, look, he's, he's the smartest guy, he's the smartest guy in the room. He's, he's so smart. He's so smart. He's such good handles. All right, let me get back to it. Such failure to disavow anti Semitism when given a clear opportunity to do so is deeply disturbing, is against the values of our organization and constitutes conduct detrimental to the team. Accordingly, we are of the view that he is currently unfit to be associated with the Brooklyn Nets. We have decided that Kyrie will serve a suspension without pay until he satisfies a series of objective remedial measures that address the harmful impact of his conduct, and the suspension period served is no less than five games. The currently unfit to be associated with the Brooklyn Nets, that's a very strong statement. That's very strong. Took him forever. They gave him uh, every single opportunity to walk it back. And he just wouldn't do it. Just couldn't. He's so stupid. He's so dumb. All he had to do, and and he probably feels after this suspension, mentioned, oh, he's a martyr. Hey, He's a martyr now. He's a martyr. He's not a martyr. Not a martyr. All he had to do was apologize. All he had to do was say so. Which, by the way, apparently last night, and I have no interest in reading it or watching it, whatever it was he put out on Instagram, I have no interest in it. No interest. He is so far gone. You you can't have a million opportunities to apologize. And then, when he sees his career flash in front of him, because I was of the opinion yesterday after the suspension, he will be out of the league after this year. He saw his career flash before his eyes. And then comes out with the apology. Nah, no, doesn't mean anything to me. Shove that apology. Shove it right up your ass. Doesn't mean anything to me. All he had to do. And by the way, you see the Anti-Defamation League, they said we're not taking his money. They, they, they went back, we're not taking his money. Can't just buy your way out of it. The, mo- the, money, the money doesn't matter. It's, it's the actions. We're not taking your money. He committed $500,000 to the Anti-Defamation League. He is now suspended without pay. His career is in major jeopardy. And all he had to do was say sorry. All he had to do was say, I didn't realize how hurtful this was. It's all he had to do. And instead, he committed $500,000 to the ADL. Instead, he is suspended without pay. Instead, his career is in super jeopardy. And now, finally, he came out and said something. He is a faux intellect. He is the dumbest guy in the room. All-time unlikable athlete. He's garbage. So, my guess though, will he be back in league? Yes, because not a single player has said anything. Not a single player has spoken up. So yes, he will play again. Will he play for the Nets again? I don't know. I don't know. Like, like, Kyrie Irving was a disaster on his way out in Cleveland. Kyrie Irving was a disaster on his way out in Boston. Kyrie Irving is a disaster in Brooklyn. He's a disaster everywhere. And the team sucks. Why would Brooklyn bring him back? But I also don't know what other team would trade for him. I don't know how another team brings him aboard. So I don't know what's going to be next with this guy. But of course he stood down. Of course he apologized last night after all. He always stands down. He says he won't, but he always does. He's big time phony. Huge phony. But also, when someone tells you who they are and what they're about, believe them. And Kyrie's told us what he's about. And I believe him. I believe him. So anyway. New feature on the Zaslow Show. It's already November. We're a few days in. We got it. Who's the NBA MVP? All right, right now we got two guys who are at the forefront. Look, we're already, we're already almost, we're almost, we're three weeks into the season. Who's the league MVP? Who's the MVP of the NBA right now? Two guys are right at the front. It's between Luka Doncic. And Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's what it's about right now. You got two guys who are in the MVP conversation. Luka Doncic. These are his averages right now. Luka Doncic is averaging 36 points per game. 36.1 points per game. 8.9 rebounds. 9 assists. He's shooting 51% overall. Only 24% from three. That don't prove. The Mavericks are 4-3. He's one MVP candidate. The other MVP candidate right now, on November 4th, is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis is averaging 33.6 points, 12.7 rebounds, 5 assists. He's shooting 57% overall, 24% from 3. That's probably not going to rise much. He's not a 3-point shooter. The Bucks are 7-0. That matters. Your, two, your MVP race right now is between two guys. I know some people want to say Ja. I don't have a minute right now. not in it yet. Your MVP race right now is between two guys. Luka Doncic and Giannis Antetokounmpo. And today, November 4th, your NBA MVP is Giannis. There it is. Giannis right now is the MVP. Now. I already told you guys I've been I, I, I've been I've been trying to do this for years. All right. I've been wanting to do a wrestling show. You guys have been asking for a wrestling show. And finally, it's time to make this happen. All right. So my pal is Joey Levin. He is my co-host. He is on board with us here for a, a special edition of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Joey, say hello to everybody. Go ahead. Don't be shy. Hello.
0: Hello, Zaslo Show 2.0 audience. as I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you being my tribal chief.
1: There you and go. I'm feeling, I'm oh, feeling- I'm What feeling a way to vi- acknowledge, yes. I'm yes. acknowledging
0: my tribal chief and I'm feeling- I'm feeling very oozy today. Yes, I'm feeling very yes. oozy ahead of Crown Jewel, so I'm ready to do this.
1: So Joey Levin is my partner for Saturdays. It's still real to me. It's the, it's our wrestling podcast, which will debut tomorrow immediately following WWE Crown Jewel. Normally, it'll be like, uh, you know, it, it'll drop around the same time as Zazlo Show 2.0 normally does Mondays through Fridays, you know, like late morning before noon. But tomorrow, it's going to drop Late afternoon, early evening, because we're going to record right after WWE Crown Jewel. We figure right? We figure that's a good time. If we're going to drop the rest of the debut of the podcast, uh, it's still real to me. Doing it as a reaction show to such a huge event, WWE Crown Jewel, Joey. I felt like that was the proper time to do it.
0: It only makes sense if we're going to do Saturdays and there's going to be, we're going to do reaction podcasts anyways for for premium live events so to speak. So why not do it for one of the biggest premium live events of the year? The tribal chief Roman Reigns versus the Maverick Logan Paul. You know, all he needs is one punch. So we'll see what happens.
1: So tomorrow, so tomorrow's going to be a lot of fun. The show is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, WWE crown jewel for the wrestling fan. And it's still real to me. The debut of the show under the Zazz. You don't do anything extra. I already told you guys, you know. So if you're you're listening right now, you already subscribed to Zazlo Show 2.0. It's under the Zazzlo Show 2.0 umbrella. It's just it's gonna be the episode, it's gonna be the show that pops up on Saturdays for you. It's still real to me. So it'll debut tomorrow. You don't have to do anything different. I know the wrestling fan is excited. I've gotten lots of messages. My audience really excited to finally get a pro wrestling based show. So we welcome Joey aboard here, do a little promo there for the debut of the show tomorrow and a special edition of Big Deal, Not a Big Deal. Let's hit it, Joey. What do you got for me? Come on.
0: All right, I got an entire crown jewel card from start to finish. Actually, I don't know if it's start to finish because I don't know what the order of the card is other than the last match, but we'll go match by match and we'll get Big Deal, Not a Big Deal. And we're going to start with women's tag title match. Asuka and Alexa Bliss, the new women's tag champions all of a sudden. Versus damage control Dakota Kai and Io Shirai, big deal or not a big deal?
1: Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm going not a big deal because I, I for now I haven't been able to get behind the women's tag team championship. Okay, you know you had that you had that lull when Sasha Banks and Naomi left. The titles were kind of vacant. Then they eventually awarded them to uh, what was it Raquel and uh, and Aaliyah. Okay. Then they lost it to Damage Control, and now you have, out of nowhere, I don't know how this team came about, of Alexa Bliss and Asuka. So I'm not really into the women's tag team titles right now. I don't even know if I'm into Damage Control right now. I love all three of those competitors, but I don't know if I love them together. So I'm going not a big deal.
0: You know, I wasn't sure where you would go with this one off the bat, and I think I agree. Not a big deal, and I think for a lot of the reasons you just said, I don't totally understand Alexa Bliss and Asuka together. I don't understand why they suddenly won the tag titles, although I had a buddy who said maybe they needed some bigger names for when Sasha and Naomi come back and challenge for these titles. So maybe that's what what they're thinking, but I have no idea. I don't understand why Alexa Bliss and Oscar are playing second fiddle to Bianca Belair. They're I not second I thought they were
1: fi- I thought they were clearly setting up Alexa Bliss to rejoin Bray Wyatt because if you remember before Alexa was out for a few weeks they were making a big deal on the broadcast saying she hasn't been herself recently there's something wrong with her. They they were dropping e- what, you know what I thought were easter eggs there Okay, she's away for a few weeks. She's going to come back with Bray Wyatt, except now she's back and she's doing the same thing she was doing before, which is not a whole lot.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree. And it just, to me, Asuka and Alexa, at one point were each the top woman in the company and still have the potential to be the top woman in the company. We'll talk about Bianca Belair for her match. I just don't totally understand them being sort of like her. I like the idea of women's stables. So they like damage control. I think when Toxic Attraction comes up from NXT, they're going to be a great stable. I think there's potential for other ones. I don't like thrown-together stables that don't make sense together, and Bianca and these two don't, so this is not a big deal to me. Yeah,
1: not a big deal.
0: All right, so next we have Big Deal, Not a Big Deal. The monster, I think he's the monster of all monsters now. That's right, that's right. And Braun Strowman versus Omos. Right. Big Deal or Not a Big Deal.
1: Okay, I'm going to go Big Deal. And that's a little bit of a surprise because uh, Omos, everybody hates Omos. You, you, nobody has anything good to say about him, but... I like Omos. I'm the one. Okay, you're, you're the one then. But yeah. I like a good Haas fight. And that's what we got here. All right, so I'm, I am interested in finally seeing what Omos looks like against another guy who's huge. Who, by the way, when they're standing up next to each other, Braun Strowman is so small. But nonetheless, we know he's really big. I like a good Haas fight. So I am interested in what can be made of this. I'm a big deal.
0: I think this is a big deal because this match, it to me shows how good WWE is right now and how deep everything is. Braun Strowman coming back was kind of a massive deal. Like I don't think anybody ever expected Braun yeah, it was cool. to come back. The way he did, he looks incredible. I wasn't really sure about the tight red pants he was wearing when he first came back, but I like Braun being back. He looks absolutely freaking jacked. Like, I mean, he's one of the strong, he, he's a strong man, so he's obviously jacked, but he just looks incredible. And he's just in just like a sort of a mid card feud with almost when he could be in a main event feud at any time. So this is a big deal because Braun's great. He could be doing so much more. I actually. I love MVP as a manager, so anybody he's with is... Miami guy,
1: by the way. Shout out, 305. He's a Miami guy.
0: Yeah, so I love MVP. I think he's great as a manager. I think if Heyman wasn't around, he might be the best manager currently in wrestling. And look what he did for Bobby Lashley. I mean, he took Bobby Lashley to a different level. I think he can he does take almost to another level just because almost by himself is what he's just a, some big dude and i think almost is a little better in the ring than people give him credit for so
1: i think big big yeah, deal yeah i'm in into this, into this fight i go big deal all
0: right next one we have drew mcintyre versus carrying cross in a cage match big deal or not a big deal well this is in a cage this is a cage match
1: okay all right i see you
0: uh, Unless, he- uh wait, 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 wait. Now you got me, now you got me, let me double check. No, I mean, uh, yeah, it very
1: well, maybe. I just, I, 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 I didn't, I did not know, you know, it yeah. very well, maybe in a cage. That makes sense. It's, it's a rivalry. It's, I mean, yeah. Well, you they break don't, the I cage. think,
0: I think you go, you got to avoid Scarlett throwing fireballs in Drew McIntyre's that's face. Right. And how do you do that? That's you go, right. you put them in a cage.
1: Yeah. Fireballs cannot, that, that's a rule. Fireballs cannot enter the steel cage. Everybody knows that. Uh, Drew McIntyre carrying cross. I'm a big fan of carrying cross. I like the duo of Karrion Cross and Scarlett. It's pretty bananas that the first go round, when Karrion Cross is brought up, that Scarlett was not there with him. It, it's it's so. I'm not one of those guys Scarlett who gets is. on Vince Ooh. where it's like, oh man, he lost touch. I mean, I'll admit a thousand times now that the product is so good right now, especially compared to where it was. But I'm not one of those guys who's like Vince out of touch. He's lost it. You got to get him out of here. And you look at this scenario here. H- how the hell was Scarlett not with him? the first go round it doesn't make any sense uh i'm a fan of carrying cross i like drew mcintyre as well I, I i like this feud and uh yeah i'm going big deal i like it
0: yeah i i, well, I, I love i'm a big big scarlet bordeaux fan big scarlet fan uh I'm, gonna, I'm only going to go big deal on this match because I hope it's the last one. I, I hope this feud's kind of done and these guys... Well, yeah, normally
1: off. you're entering the cage. I mean, the cage has got to be the blow
0: I, I just don't know. I like I, I like both these guys. I think, again, this is kind of one of those matches that shows where the, the the product is at right now. These are two main event guys that yeah. are like, in a feud that we're not really sure where it's taking them, which is kind of how all of wrestling is. But with these two guys in particular, you know these guys could be top-level guys. And this is just another. I mean, there's another one on this card that's that we're about to talk about that's very similar to that. But um, yeah, it's a big deal because I, I just hope this leads to something else for these guys. After we're gonna, it's gonna be a good match. Drew's great. Caring Cross is great. So big deal. And hopefully, we get a little something more from each of them with somebody else going forward.
1: I'm into it too. Big deal. All
0: right. Next, we have. ooh, we got Judgment Day versus the oc so we got judgment day finn balor damian priest and dominic mysterio with the secret weapon rhea ripley at ringside i'm sure versus the oc aj styles and the good brothers doc gallows and carl anderson and maybe they've been looking for a woman to help them out with this rhea problem so maybe there's Someone going to be in uh, Saudi Arabia to help them out. I don't know. Big deal or not a big deal? Yeah, I'm, def- I'm
1: definitely going big deal because unless my travel chief Roman Reigns shows up on Raw, Judgment Day is the best thing going on Raw right now. Okay, and, and and they've they've brought that stable really from the doldrums, okay, to where it is right now because for a while that thing was teetering, especially when they kicked Edge out. Uh, what's the purpose now? Finn Balor joined them. You don't really know what he had a couple injuries there that kind of stalled them as well early on. Rhea Ripley had a concussion, and now, uh, you know, everyone hates Dominic Mysterio. Dominic Mysterio's got that X Pac. I love it. That Dominic Mysterio has done a fantastic job. I love the whole Rhea Ripley. I the only thing that I would say, the only adjustment I would make with Judgment Day is. Make it perfectly clear that Rhea Ripley's in charge. I, I think I mean to me she's she's the leader to me. But I feel like they haven't established that she's the leader. I would make it perfectly clear that she is the leader of Judgment Day. I Rhea Ripley has been a big time star during this whole angle. I love the whole dynamic with her and Dominic. I like that the OC was brought back. I like that AJ Styles is back in the middle of, like, a big high-profile feud because he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Uh, normally, I don't love six-man tags. I don't really get too excited about. it's too many people. But I like this feud. I especially like Judgment Day. I'm going big deal.
0: So you don't like trios titles. We'll talk about that on a future episode, future future weeks. But, um, uh, yeah, if, if my tribal chief, Roman Reigns, wasn't on this card, this might be the biggest, the the biggest deal on the card. I mean, you're right. Judgment Day, best thing going on Raw right now. Close second is the OC, right? I mean, Triple H. Understand? It. I mean, I it, it, again, we're not. It's not one of these like, oh, Vince was out of touch and Triple H gets it. But there's some level of that happening here, where Triple H was like, uh, Anderson Gallows, come back and just be Anderson and Gallows. Like, don't be something that you're not. Just come in and be yourselves. And them, those two, are an incredible tag team. They're both awesome on the mic. I didn't, I didn't realize
1: how funny each of them was.
0: They are hilarious. Go back, go to YouTube, just watch some of their, like, backstage interviews or promos from New Japan. They, I mean, Carl Car- Anderson in particular, I mean, the two of them together, they had a, they had, they. Did, I think they might still have their podcast. I don't know. They're just, they're, they're hilarious. Carl Anderson is awesome in the ring. And AJ's AJ. I mean, we know what AJ is. AJ's one of the best in the company. And I got to say, like, we always, I mean, wrestling fans always talk about wrestlers' ability to adapt and, and change. Who does it, right now, outside of, you know, someone like a Chris Jericho or what Roman has become, does anyone do it better than Finn? I mean, Finn, look at Finn. I mean, he just consistently evolves in every role that he's given. And the role that he's in right now is incredible. Yeah. He is so good right now. Yeah. And really all we had to say to make this a big deal was Judgment Day has made Dominic Mysterio relevant. Yeah. That's it. That's all yeah. we had to say. And that makes it a big deal because he he stunk before. And yeah. now he doesn't.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm very into Dominic. Great Xbox heat that he gets. I go big deal
0: too. It's, and it's great that they got Ray out of there. For now, at least, like yeah. he, he just let Dominic do something on his own without Ray. I'm sure he'll be back.
1: In, my guess, my level. guess is that re-culminates for WrestleMania. That has to be, and that's in yeah. a while. It, it's in a while, but it's not that long from now. So my my guess is you get a you get a, a culmination of that at WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, I mean, Edge's got to come back at some point. He still has vowed to take them out. So uh, there's there's a lot of things going on there that could happen. The only thing that I agree with the Rhea thing. I just wish, you know, I just, I'm not high on the WWE women's division in general on both brands right now. And Rhea is one of the best women in the company and she's just kind of a mouthpiece and like a manager for Judgment Day. She's not fighting in the women's division. So eventually, let's get her involved. Eventually, yeah. uh, All right. Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. A match 20 years in the making. Big deal or not a big deal?
1: Well, I, I, see, I could say it's not a big deal because they fought at Royal Rumble. You remember uh, yeah, Lashley, so, yeah, Lashley big, I mean,
2: yeah.
1: he won the title because Roman interfered and then Brock went on and won the Royal Rumble and you still ended up, you know, getting the match. Um, I'm going big deal though. Okay. I'm going big, big deal because like I said, I like a good Haas fight. Uh, I think this fight is juicy as hell. Uh, Lashley was not healthy the first time that they fought. He was dealing... Remember, he came back, I think, early from what we thought was a serious injury, if I'm remembering the timeline right. So he wasn't 100% healthy. I'm looking forward to this one just being a real banger. Uh, I think I think Brock gets his win back. Brock's been on a losing streak. He, he can't be Brock Lesnar and always lose. All right, so I think Brock is due... I think this is a big deal. I think Brock is.
0: Yeah, I, I don't have a ton to say other than big deal because Brock Lesnar is fighting. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Brock. He, yeah, he's, a, he, he's, I mean, he's the second biggest star in the company. The I don't moment.
1: understand. You know, when I talk to people about wrestling and you'll name your, your, your favorite wrestlers or guys you think are the greatest of all time, your Mount Rushmore, stuff like that. I'm not saying Brock Lesnar needs to be on the Mount Rushmore. But, He's up there. But up nobody, there sure. nobody mentions him as one of the greatest of all time, and he absolutely is one of the greatest of all time.
0: Here's where I think WWE, not WWE, blew it necessarily in terms of making him one of the greatest of all time is after he beat Undertaker and he snapped the streak, he should have not lost for like 10 years. Like, that was one of those well, things seems where- like
1: maybe they're correcting that with Roman Reigns right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But, like, that was the moment where you're like, okay, so WWE is making this guy into Hulk Hogan. I mean, like, when he won that match, you're like, okay, so he's the greatest of all time because no one's supposed to beat Undertaker, right? Uh, If that would have happened, maybe you'd be right. But, yeah, I think it's weird. I think it's because people don't want to, like, give credit to part-timers. And he's always just basically been a part-timer. But when he's that part-time that he's there, he's the one of the best ever. And on the part of him losing... Um, yes, he needs to win to be Brock Lesnar. But you got to give the guy credit for the way he's for a guy who's former heavy UFC heavyweight champion. People say he works stiff. People say he hurts people. The way he sells for no, his he's opponents amazing. He's amazing. is incredible because when he's out, like when Bobby Lashley threw him over the table and attacked him on Raw, like I thought he was hurt. I thought he was hurt. Like legit thought Brock Lesnar was hurt. He's really great at it. So big deal. Brock Lesnar. Anytime Brock Lesnar is around, big deal. Yeah. All right, Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair
1: versus Bayley. Yeah, I think this is a big deal because I think Bayley's walking out with the title. I think Bayley's leaving with the championship. I feel like a lot most of the time, I know you had that debacle with uh, with the Fiends and Goldberg years ago, but I feel like most of the time when they do these Saudi shows, the belts do not change hands. But I think Bayley's leaving with the title here. Um I mean Bailey's one of the top stars. She does not have a signature win. I know she's pinned Bianca in tag teams and six man's, you know, on the road to this, but she does not have a signature win. I think uh I think Bailey is gonna leave with the title and I think they're gonna put Bianca back in chase mode. So I'm going big deal.
0: Yeah, I'll go big deal just because I hope Bailey wins. It, because I this the women's like I said, I'm not high on the women's division on either brand right now. I think maybe we were spoiled, right? I think there was a point a few, like probably even just about a year ago, where we had four of the greatest women's wrestlers in the history of wrestling all wrestling in WWE, and we didn't really think much of it. We had Charlotte, we had Sasha, we had Bay- we had uh, Bailey, we had uh, Becky Lynch, along with Asuka and Alexa Bliss. I mean, we just n- name all of them, and now no one's really around. And Bianca's fine, I guess, but Bay- really, is-
1: you ever just as fine? I love her. She's phenomenal.
0: I mean, she's a good, gr- she's good in the ring. I think her character is a little it's whatever. I mean, All her character. Right. She. I've been watching Bianca since she started in NXT. Oh, I love her, and, and it hasn't changed much. And not that everyone has to change, but something's. it uh, just just seems the same. She's Jane just, Cena.
1: She's Jane Cena.
0: She's becoming Jane Cena a little bit. She's got a little Jane Cena. A little Jane Cena. I and Bailey is just awesome. Bailey's mm-hmm. great. Heal yep. Bailey. Is one of the best yep. turns they ever did. I mean, she's incredible. And maybe it gives a little injection into the top of that division. Uh, and, you know, it, I think it, also
1: what well, you got to factor, you know, later this month, you got Survivor Series War Games. And I can see Damage Control entering War Games with all the titles.
0: Okay. That's it. Yeah. I could see that too. So you think, so that, that means you would think Damage Control gets their titles back this
1: weekend yeah. Yeah. um no well may, i mean maybe it's not this weekend maybe it is but gotcha. I, I don't know why alexa and oscar can just have this have a, have a title reign it doesn't make any sense
0: yeah it, it was weird that it happened unless you know like my random friend said they're setting up for a sasha so, look i was looking at the wwe roster on wwe.com sasha and naomi are still on the roster so yeah. Maybe there's, there's something going on there. And then the other, the other X factor you have to consider for this fact is the newly – well, I guess not returned, but newly old Nikki Cross – what's going on with Nikki Cross right, what's she right, doing right. and i love that they went back to the old Nikki Cross cuz i love the old Nikki yeah, the crazy wild card What's what's going on with her so that'll be interesting to see where they go with that because she's not on anyone's team she's probably she's just she just wants to beat people up and be crazy so that'll be great yeah. uh but yeah big deal because i hope Bailey gets this title and maybe it'll give a little like an edge to Bianca's character that she needs like maybe more of a chase instead of being on the top maybe that's what i need from her but um yeah big deal all right, two more matches. And we, we the ones in these last two matches. We got right. This is all bloodline all day. We got the Usos, the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions versus the Brawl and Brutes. Big deal or not a big deal?
1: I'm going not a big deal. But I'm oh. going not a big deal oh. because this is the match on the card where I think we all know that we all know who's going to win. There is no way the Usos do not win this match. I also don't believe, number one, you're not putting the titles on Rich Holland and Butch as much as I love Butch. And you're not putting the titles on them when Sheamus is not around right now. That's, that's not going to happen. So I love the Usos, but this is not a big deal. This is the one match that is absolutely a foregone conclusion. We know what's going on.
0: Interesting. I didn't see that coming.
1: I, I don't, your tribal chief's not going to be happy about that.
0: But, uh, I'm going to a big deal because this match is going to be awesome. Yeah, like, I think
1: it's going to be good. I do like,
0: think like from an entertainment perspective, this match is going to be awesome. Yeah, I agree. Also, I believe some one sometime this week the Uso's break New Day's record. Oh, for is that right? The reigning champs. It's this week. It may have already happened. They were close. I know it was like somewhere in this range. It might have already happened. Maybe I, I'm assuming SmackDown must be pre recorded for Friday night, it so is. maybe they'll mention it on on SmackDown. Um, but, I mean, we know it. Uh, you, but you're right. The Usos are going to win. The Usos are incredible. And I think I have to correct myself where Judgment Day is the best, but right behind the Brawling Brutes and Sheamus, right behind it, for the best thing suck. going on.
1: And, and I think they're totally cool now.
0: They're in, I think they're awesome. Sheamus is doing some of the best work of his career when he's healthy and when he's around. And I love Butch slash Pete Dunne. He is yeah. awesome. He's incredible in the ring. Ridge Holland's a great, just big, strong dude that you, you have there as muscle. But I think, I mean, Pete Dunne, the work he did when he was in NXT, uh, he was unbelievable. And we, I don't even think they've scratched the surface of him on the main roster. And I, when they changed his name to Butch, I was like, what the hell is happening here? But it kind of works now. Now I like Butch.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, just because they made him like this, the crazy little brother. Oh, Yeah. You you got to give it. That's
1: an example. Another example. You got to give it a chance. It kind of works
0: now. Yep. So I'm going to go big deal just because I I, I love both teams. I think the match is going to be super, super. I think it could be one of the more entertaining matches on on the card just because of who's in it. Um, Despite the fact that we know who's coming away. All right. Well, so I'll be interested in this next one because based on that logic, Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship, big deal or not a big deal.
1: Okay, you're right. You're right to call me on that. I'm obviously going big deal. Because okay. anytime Roman Reigns is involved, it's 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 more than a big deal. It's it's the biggest deal if Roman Reigns is involved. All right. And I will tell you, I've always liked Now, I like this version of him the best by far, but I've always liked Roman Reigns, so I'm really, really happy for all the success that he's having right now. He is the best thing in the pro wrestling world today. I love everything going on with him. He has come so far. But this match is a big deal because, all right, you could hold me to this. I do think there's going to be a stunner here. Now, while Roman Reigns is obviously going to win, Logan Paul is not walking away with championship titles. But as much as I like what Logan Paul has done so far, and, and you know, on a scale of one to Bad Bunny, as far as celebrity uh, wrestlers, he's right below. One, you,
0: I think you mean one to Pat McAfee. But, one but, to Bad but Bunny.
1: One <laughs> to Bad Bunny. He is right below Bad Bunny. Logan Paul has been phenomenal and is so cut out for WWE. Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul. I think Roman's going to squash him. I think it's a squash. I think Roman Reigns leaving Monday night, you saw, he's got a little bit of an edge, more of an edge to him than he normally does. When he was yelling at the camera, I'm tired of everyone thinking that they could, they could just say that they're going to beat me. I'm tired of everybody believing that they could be in the ring with me. This is my ring. This is my show. This is my camera. I think Roman's squashing him. So I'm going big deal.
0: Okay. Okay. That's interesting. I could. It makes sense. It would be a very. We said like Roman is Roman is what we thought Brock was going to be back in the day, and we used to see Brock do that in these big matches, right? That's what used to happen.
1: I mean, he's Logan Paul. Like, I, like he's he's been great for WWE, but he's he's Logan Paul. And he's getting in the ring with Roman Reigns. I think it's a squash.
0: Ro- <sighs> Uh, Well, okay, so I agree. The biggest deal. It's the biggest deal. The Tribal Chief, you know, our Tribal Chief is wrestling in the main event, so it's the biggest deal. I I mean, I don't know what's going to happen in this match. I know, I I mean. You know Roman's going to win. Do I know know Roman's going to win? Yeah, I assume. But, hey, I don't really know what I know in the Triple H era of WWE. So, you know, uh, Logan is great for, you know, someone who just came in and his training and and as much as people dislike the Paul brothers, we have seen that these guys are great. these guys great. are so rich and so young and so athletic that if they put their money and their resources behind training, they can become good at what they want to become good at. Mm-hmm. So we haven't seen Logan actually wrestle in a while. He might probably 10 times better than he was even last time. So Been maybe it's with Shawn Michaels? Training with Shawn Michaels. We know he can talk. We know. I mean, good-looking young kid who has one of the most popular podcasts on the planet. Would I be like overly shocked if there was some kind of crazy upset here, and then maybe he loses the the next SmackDown or whatever? I wouldn't. The only reason is because I don't think he's ever going to be full time. So, if he was, if there was like this hint that maybe he was going to be full time, I wouldn't be shocked to see it just for the buzz just for the ESPN headlines, Logan Paul becomes WWE championship. Like that, that was, that'd be more of a Vince move. That's
1: that's a a very Vince. Let's get the mainstream attention move. Yeah.
0: But yes, Roman Reigns wins. I think there's, there will be, I think it'll be a fun match, whether it's a squash or it's a full match. The biggest deal, Roman Reigns, tribal chief. I wonder if something will happen that sets up whatever is going to be next for him. Um, But yeah, obviously the biggest deal. I do have one bonus. Okay, go ahead. And this one is the one that I've been, this is the one I'm most interested in from. Big deal, not a big deal, announced on Monday Night Raw, Bray Wyatt will be in Saudi Arabia, will be at Crown Jewel.
1: Yeah, I'm going big deal because while I'm not the huge, I'm not the biggest Bray Wyatt fan, I, I do, I've really liked this whole deal with him. I liked the setup. I, I thought they nailed the debut, the return. Uh, I like what we've seen so far. I love his entrance music. I love the theme song. I think it's cool. cool, too. What a great theme song. So right now, I'm into Bray Wyatt. I think they've been very creative. It seems like Triple H is allowing the guy to be really creative. So, yeah, I'm not the hugest Bray Wyatt guy, but they they got my attention. So I'll go big deal.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go big deal. Bray is, I, I mean, obviously he's—he's he's unbelievably creative. am I can't—you you just don't know what's coming next. Uh, I, I'd be interested to see who he feuds with if they ever set him up in the feud. Maybe he's feuding with Uncle Howdy. I don't know. Uh, I know I saw a while back that they there was like. Um, copyrights or whatever that were put in for Uncle Howdy and another uncle. So there will be another uncle that gets introduced okay. here at some point, um, at least from what I All read. Right. <laughs> um, So I don't know what these guys are. I will say when he first got introduced and they played the whole world in his hands, like when he first came back, I texted my brother and I said, that doesn't sound like Bray. That sounds like somebody else is singing oh, wow, the world in his hands. Now maybe I was off. and Maybe I was just thinking, but so uh, maybe there's somebody else that's going to get introduced here, but I'm always, I mean, it's a big deal. Cause you, cause you literally have no idea. Right. That's that's. And that's the point of professional wrestling, right? Yeah. They're at like their that, best
1: when they're surprising us.
0: Like the whole point of all of this is that it's still real to us and we have no idea what's going to happen. Oh,
1: what a good segue. It's still real to me. Debuting tomorrow. What a great segue. Excellent job out of you there,
0: Joey. Yeah, there we go. So it's still real to me. It's still real to my tribal chief, Jonathan Zaslow. We're feeling Oosie. And uh, Crown Jewel, I think, you know, the Oosies are going to come away as they always do. Champions... It's a big deal because of it, and it's going to be a good show, and I'm excited, man. This is yeah. fun. Yeah, I was feeling, you know, a few months ago after I stopped all my other podcasting, I was feeling like uh, Sean Michaels in '97. My you lost my smile. your smile. I man. lost my smile a little bit, but it's but but now I'm feeling usy and I'm back, so I'm good. So Joey, Joey
1: will be back with us tomorrow. Tomorrow it's still real to me. Debuts. Uh, we're going to record it right after Crown Jewel, uh, so late afternoon, early evening. It'll drop under the Zaslow Show 2.0 umbrella. Uh, excellent job here helping us conclude today's show, Joey. All
0: right. I appreciate it. You too, Zaz. I'm looking forward to tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to this uh, this still real to me journey that we're going on. Appreciate thanks, it. M-
1: thanks, man. We'll talk to you tomorrow. What a show today. See, I told you guys we're gonna do we're gonna do things a little bit different, you know, today, Friday. Gotta spice things up a little bit, get everybody ready for the weekend. Every everyone's weekend's about to get started. You know how it goes. Everyone's weekend used to start at 2 p.m. when I was on Terrestrial Radio. Now everyone's weekend starts after big deal or not a big deal excellent job there again make sure you're tuning in tomorrow it's still real to me debut episode, Zazlow show 2.0 wrestling podcast it's still real to me uh, thanks to everybody for hanging out with us this week hit me up Zazlo J on Instagram add Zazlo show on Twitter um, I think it's been a really fun week. I think it's been a great week. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. The show is only going to get better and better. I was very nervous at the start of the week. I'm feeling a lot better today. Everyone has been so supportive. Again, Anna and levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 747 3733 Title sponsor from day one of Zazlo Show 2.0. I love those guys. If you're dealing with a personal injury, any kind of accident, I send you to Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. They make sure that you don't have to deal with all the extra from your injury, from your accident. They'll take care of you. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Those are my guys. We'll talk to you guys. Have a great weekend. Zazlo Show 2.0. Back Monday morning. Know what that means. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies, For both trailers and motorhomes, let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry. They specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.
0: What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission?